Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share podcast is brought to you by PDAC. PDAX is a homegrown cryptocurrency exchange that offers the best rates among local cryptocurrency exchanges. Download the PDAX app now on the Google Play Store, App Store, or Huawei App Gallery. Start trading Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies for as low as 50 pesos by signing up on podlink.co slash hustleshare PDAX. Also powered by Podmachine the simplest way to grow and edit your podcast. Sign up now at podmachine.com and use the code HUSTLESHARE to get one free edit. For me, it's not only about earning money, but it's about helping people. And in the process, money will follow. Okay? Never join a direct selling business with the objective of earning millions. You'll fail. It will be hard for you to do that. Welcome to HUSTLESHARE. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beitiong. Welcome to the latest episode of the Share Podcast. I've been wanting to get this guy. I think we've been trying to get you on the show for some couple months now. I think the earliest uh, trial we did was last year, but finally we are here. Because I love my barley drink. I am not kidding. Uh, I, I I love how barley is done, and I've never known about the etymology of sante, uh, the drink that I made. But easily the best barley drink in the country until now, uh, or until until we tried to get you on the show. But before I get carried away, 
I need to welcome the CEO of Sante International, Mr. Joey Barcelo. Welcome to the show, Joey. Yeah, thank you, Ron. Of course, it's an honor for me to be in your uh, podcast. I've heard a lot of your your, your podcast in the past, and uh, I'm excited to be here, of course. Thank you so much. And again, credit where credit is due. I love your drink, right? Um, it, it just uh, finds a way to cleanse me. That's, that's, that's the thing. More than it tastes good, I love how it cleanse, gives you that, that feeling that you kind of get rid of the toxins in your body. But before we talk about how you're doing that for millions and millions of people, we need to also ask you the million-dollar question. Joey, what's your hustle? Well, Ron, uh, I have been in the direct selling business for uh, 22 years already. And uh, wow. the objective from day one is to continuously help uh, the lives of people, help them live a better life. So um, what we do is uh, we provide them with a strong and stable company with an excellent management team. Of course, our prayers from day one is to be able to provide the best uh, possible product that can compete not only locally but globally. And of course, since we are in the direct selling business, it's always uh, giving a business opportunity to, to, to people. Uh, of course, we started in the Philippines, but the objective is to inspire and give hope also to other nationalities. That's amazing. Now, again, we can talk about barley all day, and I think we would be, and how, how hustling and selling, because direct selling, at the end of the day, regardless of what you're selling, it's all about hustle. And I'm excited to find out how you got that hustle down pat. But I need you to buckle up, Joey, because we're going to have to ride the Hustle Share Time Machine. All right. So again, we had to go all the way back because direct selling isn't for everybody, right? And a lot of people, again, try this out, but there's a real art and science to Selling, regardless of what it is, especially if you're, if you're involved with sales. Um, just a little bit of background, that's also one of my first jobs. I, but it, it happened in a call center. I was a telemarketer and it left an indelible mark. It gave me the confidence that I needed. But before we even talk about you having the skills to do direct selling, was there a chip on your shoulder? What was it like growing up? Because selling is, again, not for everybody and it, it requires a lot of um, of, of brevity and, and confidence to get that. But what was it like growing up? Did you have any influence in uh, entrepreneurship or what, was it hard growing up that eventually led you to where it is uh, that you are now? What was it like? Well, um, my history was way back when my dad was still alive because uh, we're okay during that time. Um, we're financially okay. Okay. Uh, we have our own car, but something happened when I was in the seventh grade when my dad died. Uh, and all of a sudden, everything was gone. So, so the advantage for me is, uh, you know, I felt how to live a comfortable, comfortable life when my dad was alive, and uh, the passion was always there. Um, I had to bring back this feeling not only to me but to my brother and to my mom, um, whenever possible. So, at a very young age. I know that the way to go is to set up something okay, that will enable me to achieve financial freedom. Of course, business during those days is still far from my dreams because 
Uh, I'm not uh, a son of an entrepreneur, okay, uh, just like a typical Filipino uh, uh, son, that the encouragement is, son, study hard so that after you graduate, find a good job. But when I was in college, uh, I got involved, of course, I, I, I went to a good business school, the La Salle University, and uh, I was involved with a lot of people who are, whose parents are into business. And uh, from that time on, I realized that I need to know or, or need to learn how to run my own business. I need to be an entrepreneur. Although, honestly, I don't know and I don't have an idea. All right. The turning point happened uh, when I decided, oh, I wanted to set up a business. <clears throat> Why not buy a fax machine? A fax machine. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that fax machine is still with me right now. It's in my back right now. Wow. Here. And the story is, I want to set up a business and I know that I need a fax machine. I never used the fax machine uh, uh, for business, but it, for me, it's my starting point towards aspiring to become an entrepreneur because yeah. I know that it's my only way to bring back the same feeling, not only to me, but to my mom and to my uh, brother. We're only two in the family uh, of having a comfortable life. So it, it all started uh, during that time. And uh I, I tried a lot of businesses, import, export business, mm-hmm. uh, selling business also. Uh, I, I sold encyclopedia on my first uh, year of, uh, after graduation. I sold encyclopedia. I tried oh. to be in sales also, but of course, uh, you'll experience a lot of failures. Right? Until, uh, until someone <laughs> invited me for a direct selling business, or of course, commonly known as network marketing during those early days, Got it. which I don't like. I don't like because of the perception that when you talk about direct selling or network marketing, sometimes it's synonymous to negative, uh, some negative connotation, right? So uh, it's good that the one who invited me, invited me not for a business presentation, but for a uh, dinner at the Intercon Hotel. (laughs) Whoa, okay. So that's impressive. You don't just like, okay, invite me and let's have coffee randomly somewhere. so the intercon, which no, unfortunately does not exist anymore, they <laughs> 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 had good clubs and good food there. By the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was sad uh, a couple of years ago when I went to Makati. Where's the intercon hotel? No uh, more. I should have taken a <laughs> selfie when it was still there. But yeah. yes, it's uh, it's my high school friend uh, who's studying uh, med that time, and I was impressed because he's inviting me in the intercon, the intercon hotel. So. Bottom line, uh, I went there and uh, lo and behold, there's a lot of people all around the place. And I felt like, oh, uh, I think I was uh, I was uh, not actually scammed, but I was uh, cheated. It's either this is a network marketing business or a Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> wow. When I was about to enter the hall, uh, it, it just dawned into me that I was... Uh, invited in a network marketing or direct selling presentation and uh, I listened to the the presentation I was just thinking what will I tell my friend so as not to offend him that I really don't like this business so that's what I'm thinking the entire presentation I never listened right until and this is the turning point until five minutes prior to the end of the presentation my friend told me that uh, Joey uh, five more minutes and then we're about to go home all right but that five minute took another hour uh, when I heard wow. a testimony of a person. Uh, he mentioned that 
the gist of his story is he never graduated in college, but last week he bought a brand new car cash because of this business. So I asked myself this question, Joey, uh, why have you been avoiding this, uh, this business opportunity? Why not try to, to listen and learn? Anyway, you won't lose anything. You have a good job. Got so it. lo and behold, I decided to join. I don't have money right <laughs> during that time. I used my credit card. And that was the turning point of my career, of me being an entrepreneur. Got it. So that's amazing. And I, I can relate so much because, again, I started out as a telemarketer. And the, the, that's why I, uh, the, the, the byproduct of that is I learned how to speak English this way. And it never left me. I don't care if people called me, oh, that's a fake accent. It doesn't matter because it, it's just how uh, I got far uh, this far, technically. But what working in the call center taught me is that, man, I, do, I don't want to work for anyone. Because I'll never achieve the same dreams fast enough. And it's the same thing. I can relate to you so much because my motivation was my mom. I was an only child. She was a single mother. So all the stakes were on me. And my only goal back then was to buy my mom a house, which eventually, uh, after s- several years of toiling as an entrepreneur, I, I, got, I got it done. But that, that chip on your shoulder of giving that, that, that comfort back to your family it's so ingrained that I don't care what you're going to be doing, but if that's your North star, man, you're going to do whatever it takes to get there. And the first thing that you have to let go, and I would, I'd imagine that's what it is. It's pride because yeah, especially when you're young, right? Like who cares about pride? You have nothing to lose. And that's what I wanted to then zero in. You decide to swallow your pride, give it a try. Cause again, there's stigma from, from the outside world telling you, ah, network marketing, you're going to make me boodle, whatever. But you took this on and gave it a chance. What was the first few steps that made you fall in love deeper? Because you never look back. The whole, the rest of your career, this was technically the whole theme. But what was it, the, what was the first few ones? Because I think that's what's monumental. If you didn't get the right things done at the start, it's easy to walk away just like a lot of more pe- a lot of people what was that like? During the early days, of course, um, I don't like the industry because little did I know, because I don't know what really direct selling is all about. So what I did is, um, if you don't know something, obviously, the, the next thing that you need to do is try to learn. So what I do, what I did is, I tried to research on international direct selling companies. Okay? I don't want to mention their names, but they are the big guns globally. Okay. So... During those research, during those times, it took me six months to a year to realize that this is something that I really wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I saw the potential of companies who's already 60, 70 years old already and still uh, growing in the global arena. During that time, it just turned into me that it's just a matter of finding the right company all right, for you to join to be able to achieve something substantial, something huge, something big, which is beyond your wildest dreams and imagination. When I joined my first company uh, that time, Gabe, um, it was an international company, but the challenge happened after one month because after one month, uh, I sponsored around 50 people. After one month, the company was declared as an illegal company in the U.S., could oh, you imagine no. the challenge, right? But during that time, I already know that there are legitimate and huge companies who can really be a, a force to reckon with in the global market. So the prayers that time is, I wanted to find the right company for me. 
All right, and I was watching your uh, interview with Chinkitan because uh, yep. the very first company that uh, we set up last year 2000 is a company together with Chinky. I was one of the partners oh, there. Okay, wow. Okay, so uh, we're 15 in the group. Uh, okay. We decided to set up set up our own company so as to create something that will last a lifetime. That's the idea. Let's create something that is right. Uh, with an objective of not only getting people's money, but to be able to provide the right product and the right business opportunity. So we're 15 during those times, okay? But uh, I'll make uh, I'll cut the long story short. From 2001 to 2007, uh, we're 15 partners when we started. After seven years, there's around six companies that we failed. All right, and from 15 partners down to three. And Chinkitan mentioned in your uh, interview that uh, last 2006, I think he sold his business. So that was the, the time, 2006, and Chinkitan was the last person who decided to shift career. So from 15 partners down to three. But still, Ron, I believe in the business. I believe in the profession. I told myself, no, no, no. Yes, five, six companies. Uh, we've failed six times all right we have to talk, tell our business our distributors that we have to create another company again but i know that something big will happen someday because i believe in the profession i believe in direct selling so much Got it. but here's one thing that again that's just it's so it's so funny because uh i can relate i also failed and nothing teaches you better than failure but i've only technically failed once where i lost everything that failure already left an indelible mark with me. But you've said you had multiple ones. And again, just like in sales, you know, um, sales is a rejection business, right? You, you're you're going to eat nose every single day <laughs> for the rest of your life. What I want to find out from, from your point of view is how do you persist beyond taking all these failures and how do you bounce back higher? Because Most people will, don't doesn't have that that you know endurance to keep pushing on again. Just like what you know, some people will switch careers, some people will stop, and you know. But you eventually trudge on, and of course, hit the golden goose at the end of the at the, at the rainbow. But during those times where it was in between failure to failure, and you're gonna have to tell people the bad news, how did you keep going? Still, it. Uh... It's because of my day one, my day one of really providing for the needs of my family, specifically my mom. My, by the way, my mom passed away last 2019. But during my early days in life, it's really about my family. It's really about providing for their needs and, of course, providing for my future family. Okay, I graduated from a good school, uh, not because we're rich, but because of the effort of my mom, plus some support from my relatives, my godmother. Yeah. Uh, the ninangs. Here, my yeah, nina. Mm-hmm. My nina. I love my nina. Uh, um, she's the one who supported me. Yeah. And I know that someday I'll be having my own family. I'll be, I'll be having children. And if I won't do something today, if I won't embrace failure and that failure will only be a stepping stone towards achieving my dreams, how can I provide for the needs of my family? That's my motivation during my early... That's my motivation even though I don't have a family yet. But I know that someday I will have one. And I know for the fact that I will experience failure. Maybe that's one thing uh, that, I, that I embrace from day one. 
that there will be challenges in this business because I've been hearing a lot of horror stories. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people not only joining, but uh, investing everything, their time, uh, money, spending several years, but at the end of the day, they will fail. I know that there will be challenges along the way and I'm prepared for that. And I know what I need to do whenever I experience failures. So as mentioned to you a while ago, six failing companies, the important thing during those times is this, whenever a company failed, there's always a lesson learned in the process. Eh? So I always right. document those lessons learned. All right. And uh, well, six failing companies is too much, honestly, for uh, for an ordinary person to bear. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Remarkable though. Uh, in fact, the Sante was a product of my frustration. And uh, it okay, it's not about quitting the business, but it's about div- uh, diverting to another business strategy because Sante was founded day one, not as an MLM company. Okay. But as a company doing direct selling business, just selling the products, okay? Little did, did I know that after a year, ah, we, we, need, we need to go back to, to, to network marketing uh, because this is our cup of tea. But again, quitting is not part of the equation. And from day one, <laughs> it will never happen. I will just create strategies. I will just uh, think of other ways for me to succeed. And maybe that's one of the key why why we are we are still here. That's amazing, and that's true because again, um, it's only two options: it's either you win or you learn, right? And it's until you really just uh, say and wave the right flag and say I'm done. That's the only time you you quit. But last last question before we take our first break: none of this will happens uh, as an accident, right? Especially in the game of sales. It's both an art and a science, right? But on a personal note, because eventually if in a network marketing business, it's imperative that you don't just master your own skill to convince people to be part of your cause or part of your organization. You also have to multiply yourself through them and equip them with the right skills in order for them to have a good chance for success. What would be like the the, the top... uh, things you had to learn or master yourself. Like, obviously I can already tell you're a salesman by default because like me, I don't need no script. I can talk to you and we'll have a great conversation and I sway you to the right stuff that you're going to do. And I'm pretty sure you do the same, right? But what were those fundamental things that you had to master in order for you to teach down the road? Well, of course, obviously uh, what happened to me uh, is a product of uh, blood, sweat, and tears from day one. In fact, when I first uh, joined my first company in the year 2000, my challenge is I don't know how to speak in, uh, to speak in public. Right? Mm. Give me five people in front of me and uh, I won't be able to talk to them. <laughs> straight yes. so, so during those times, my challenge is, how can these people who are speaking in front become so good considering yeah. that some of them, or most of them, never graduated in college. And here I am, an engineer with an MBA degree, but I cannot do what they're doing. All right, what I did, uh, this is the starting point of my MLM career. Okay. I asked the people who sponsored me, can we book a, uh, a, a presentation in a restaurant in Makati? You still remember that restaurant. I'll pay for the venue, invite okay. all that you can invite, but I'll be the one to introduce a speaker. All right? Mm-hmm. So what I did, okay, uh, I bought a tape, an audio tape. So don't comp- uh, compute my age. I, 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 bought an audio <laughs> tape. I bought an audio tape of Chinkitan on how he introduced the speaker. 
I studied that uh, tape while I'm driving from uh, the office to the venue to introduce the speaker. All right. So little did I know that during that time, I'm so nervous. And my friend was telling me, Joey, your voice, okay, your voice is uh, becoming, uh, you know, louder and louder and louder. And your hands are really trembling. And I was telling them because I'm so nervous, but I have to do this because this is day yes. one. Because a year from now, I don't want to be the same person. So from that time on, I volunteered myself, myself to do regular presentations. I do one-on-one and I don't care if I fail. Wow. I know that I will fail and I don't care. What I wanted to do is learn the basics. Uh, my inspiration that time is from one of my mentors in that business who told me that, Joey, if you really want to succeed in this business, um, make, it, make this business a habit. So what I'm doing... What I'm doing during those days is do six to eight presentations per day. And I don't care if they join. I just wanted to master the art of the business. So that was for several years. But for me, the secret is you'll be good in this business if you put your heart on it. Definitely. You won't go wrong. Right? Uh, the, the, the first thing that can happen to you is learn how to speak to people, learn how to sell yourself. But maybe one thing that uh, I can be proud of in this business is you don't have to be a super salesman. No. You don't have to be a superman, right? Because it's impossible for people to copy you if you're a superman or if you're a super super salesman. So what I'm teaching, even to even with our current members in our organization right now in Sante, is even though you're a great okay, direct seller already, you need to be still duplicable. So for me, the art of the duplication is so important. Even though you're already a champion in this business, in this field, people should still, uh, you, can you, you, people should still copy you easily. Even though you'll be, you, you'll be inviting people from the lowest rank possible, yeah. they can easily copy you. And for me, that's the art of direct selling, duplication, right. duplicability. Yes. You don't want to just be the star player per se. You, you want to be a Phil Jackson or a Greg Popovich where, okay, I'm, I, I know I'm good, but at the end of the day, my legacy lives through how many people have I helped to become superstars in their own right? And you don't have to take that credit. And again, I totally agree because in, in network marketing, again, if you're the only one who can close and you surround yourself, yourself with people who can close, good luck to that company. It will never fly. <laughs> good luck because uh, you'll be the superstar and everyone wants you to do the presentation. And uh, the problem is without you, your business is gone. It's all dependent on you. And that's one thing that uh, I've learned from this business, that even though someday you'll have a vacation, let's say for a month, your business is still growing because you have people down your organization who's just like you already. That's amazing. All right, now let's take our first break and when we come back, let's now talk about how you then, after all these failures that you did, how you then hit the jackpot and took Sante and again, made it what it is today. But let's talk about that more after the break. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCon PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We are still with Joey Marcello, who had, man, I love it. Had an amazing story of how you persist through sales. But again, I'm always biased. My etymology, my origin story is also in sales. And I just turned that. The ending for me is uh, it ended up as a podcast. But the same skill applies, guys. At the end of the day, you know, in sales, I'll just share my, my story. The secret, or again, I'm not going to use the secret, but the, 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 M, the MO, my modus is, is this. Number one, if you're a salesman, you want to be likable as a person because people buy from people, right? You don't. You don't just come in, okay, what's your product? It doesn't matter at that point. People buy from, hey, does this people, does, does this person actually look trustable and that the company represent? Do you stand well? Do you carry yourself well? And can you communicate properly? And it's not even what you pitch. It's just how you look and how you carry yourself, right? Second thing that I also do, and Joey, I'd like to uh, ask what your MO later. Um, the other thing is before I start pitching, I ask before you start present, 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 because that's what a normal mediocre salesman would do. You'll pitch, 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 pitch without asking and without probing what's the weak spot of your opponent or what your 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 person. And after that, you want to make sure that um, you become you, you empathize, that you feel what they feel, and you provide solutions rather than products. And of course, it will just circle back. And then after that, in that whole process, you want to be likable. That's the whole goal. Uh, uh, Joey, I, I'm curious to say, what, what's that like? What's your MO? If you're going to teach me and I'm your underling, how, what do you teach these people that work with you? Especially for people who are just new in the business of their excelling, what I always tell them at start is, in this business, people will buy you before they buy the opportunity. It's all about you, all right? So it's a, it, it's not a matter of, I agree with you, uh, when you sit down with them, especially during this time, Zoom call, it's yeah. not doing the presentation up front after opening the Zoom call. 
Okay. So it's about building rapport, finding yes. out uh, the background of the person, his family, and every, build rapport. And at the end of the day, okay, in our business, we're not only selling good products, but quality, of course, opportunity, business opportunity. Right. Not all people want opportunity during this time. Maybe some would like a product that will protect them from uh, the current pandemic. Okay. So if you don't know that, and if you don't didn't build rapport with the person, chances are you'll be opening with a business opportunity. And that's what he's uh, looking for. <laughs> All right, and sometimes yes. oh, um, we might as well sell the product because we have the best product in the world. But yeah. that person doesn't have a job right now and is looking for a good opportunity. So you have to understand what the person needs, and I totally agree with you. And that's also my strategy day one. I needed to understand the needs of my prospect, and I needed and I need to be the solution to his problem. There you go. <laughs> Salesman on salesman talk, right? There. <laughs> Again, it's at the end of the day, it's the same formula, but the art part is where it becomes yours. Because every single master salesman has its own style. My style is I'll get within the first five to ten minutes, this is hardwired in my head. I'm gonna try to make you smile or laugh. Because that's how I know that ah, this guy already. Likes me there. Just, just that you cannot hide it, right? If 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 it click, mm, got you right there. Um, but that's my style, humor, and other people have different. Depending on that's how you own it, per se. And I guess when you teach this stuff, it's also what what you say. You have to own your style. It can't be like carbon copy, Joey Marcelo. It will never work, right? How, how do you let your guys own it eventually? Especially coming into Sante. They have to have find their own way. I mean, there's going to be fundamentals, but they have to own it. Yeah, I, I was always telling them that nothing beats experience. Right. It's a matter of going out. Okay, The real training in this business is going out and talking to people. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can listen to different uh, stories of successful people in this business, right. listen to their strategies. But at the end of the day, they have to find out who they really are. Yes, they can copy the strategies of uh different people but at the end of the day they have to find out what will be effective for them okay of course our goal as uh, as the mentors in this business is just to share stories uh if maybe they can get uh five or ten percent from what we 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 presented to them or what we shared to them for me i'm already happy and excited but at the end of the day they need to find out their strength they need to find out their areas areas of expertise and if they were, they were able to find it out at an early stage, my challenge to them is continuously hone their skills and talent. And for me, nothing beats practice. Nothing beats practice. Do the daily hustles, right? There you won't go. break in this business if you won't go out in the field and try to talk to people. Correct. Absolutely. Now let's talk about how you built Sante. So again, uh, multiple failures, but you finally hit the jackpot. How did you know that this opportunity right here coming from, again, that little pivot that you did was the right one. What was different when you started Sante that was not there during the first six or plus six plus failures that, that you did in the first uh, iterations that you also made? During our uh, first seven years of failure in the business, um, again, as mentioned, there are lessons learned in the process. Okay? Yeah. Um, and for me, uh, the battle cry always is we have to make it sure that the four pillars, we call it the four-legged horse. Okay. The four legs of our horse is stable. 
strong so as to be able to help people cross the finish line. Uh, we, we, we were able to, to set up our IT facility since day one. Uh, yeah. From day one, which is year 2001, we were able to create that strong IT infrastructure. So that's already a check. Okay. Um, strong company after seven years of failure, definitely this is an experienced company. So that's already a check. But in yeah. Sante, two things that we've managed to create that's what, that was able to bring the business to the next level is number one, the right compensation program. The challenge always is there's a lot of uh, direct selling companies that fails not only not because the product is not good or the management is not stable, but because they have an erroneous compensation plan. So we made it sure that we have a compensation plan that will work, that will help people uh, earn money for their dreams and visions in life, okay? But as compensation plan that will last a lifetime. So that's another check. Right. So one thing left to do is to find the right product that will be our stepping stone towards building a business up the global market. It happened not actually on the on year one of Sante because year one is not yet Sante who Sante is right now. Okay. It's a product of uh, a uh, some of my friends uh, in the business who encouraged me, Joey, why not try barley grass? Barley is a good product, but uh, no one else, uh, no one in the in the country is marketing this product to the best of their ability, given the right system, right compensation program. There's one company, but there's a challenge with that company. So what I did is try to research on the product. What is barley grass? All I know when talk about barley, it's it's where beer is coming from. Okay. So, <laughs> and you don't want to sell beer. Okay. <laughs> so I, I researched on barley grass. We have a product development team and I uh, look for a source. I came across two sources, one from Australia, one from New Zealand. And uh, okay, let's try this out. Okay. Um, and literally that did I know that this will be the next champion product. Okay. Uh, when my research team uh, approached me after six months of study, they just mentioned the, the exact word that they mentioned is, sir. Why is it that this is the only time that we will start marketing this product? This is one of the best based on research. There's a lot of research about the product. Okay, and the answer is because this is the only time that someone told me about barley. So um, we came across suppliers, and uh, this is maybe, for me, is the sign that we are heading somewhere. Okay, We came across a producer of barley grass from New Zealand who mentioned that they're one of the biggest in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. But after a few months of partnering with them, I realized that they're not telling the truth. They're not the biggest producer. They are the only producer. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. A monopoly right there. Wow. So there's no way to go but ask for an exclusivity. Got it. Of course, when uh, we did that, it just dawned into me that, wow, we can grow this business globally. And I've been researching for companies to champion with barley grass, and there's no one globally there there's a lot of distributors but no one is a champion yeah and for me the final leg of the horse was already complete we have we have an experienced company good compensation plan compensation program we have the right system best product that can compete globally wow. and for me that time this is it this will not be an easy task it's not easy to market a new product but i think we have a fighting chance that's amazing, and that and, and I I can relate on the feeling like oh god we just we just found the 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 the, the golden goose nobody has seen it and I stepped into this of course the golden goose will not lay eggs by itself you have to go ahead and 
pedal that around. Now that's the thing. So you have you you know you have the right core, and I can imagine the excitement that you had. But it's not all rainbows or butterflies for sure. For, there are things that no matter how experienced you are, you you'll never see like oh my god, this I didn't see this coming. But how was it like after finding out those four legs? How did you then build the company and really took on the opportunity? Because again, with opportunities like this, if you're the first mover, by default, people try to copy. So you need to move fast and good where you leave everybody in the dust like nobody has a chance. What, how did you do that? From day one, we know that uh, it's common in the Philippines. Uh, create yeah. something. Gaya, uh, gaya. People will copy. And uh, we know it will, uh, it, it will happen. And it happened during our early years. Okay. But from day one, what we did is uh, we tried to create something that is not a norm in the direct selling business. Right. Usually, when we talk about MLM in the Philippines, it's always about the business opportunity. It's all about it's always about the checks, the cars, everything. So from day one, I've experienced six failing companies given the same strategy. So we shifted. All right. Uh, this might be slow, but it will be for the long term. We zero in on the quality of the product. We have to make our brand known. Sante should be synonymous to barley, and when people talk about barley, it should be Sante. So that's objective day one, right? So what we did is, um, of course, every presentation in Sante, if you're a seasoned direct seller, you'll be bored with our presentation because during the early days, it's all about the product. And at the end, maybe last 10 minutes, I, by the way, we have a business opportunity. <laughs> Unlike, of course, the typical MLM business that 90% of the presentation is all about the money. So we did that for uh, a few years. Uh, we partner with brand ambassadors, okay? And maybe just to mention, because uh, I cannot forget where we started, uh, the people who, who paved the way towards us uh, being here in this position. After a few years, um, I would like to mention his name. Uh, he's now, uh, he's, he passed away already, but uh, I, I would like to mention his name because he's the one who, in a way, um, we're growing on our first three or four years until a famous singer by the name of April Boy. Wow. Uh, uh, went back home in the Philippines and uh, was being interviewed by different radio programs. And he mentioned that uh, he has cancer. So everyone wants to in, uh, interview April Boy because he is April Boy and he has cancer. But his ending statement is, but I'm already okay because of Santi Barley. So free advertisement for us. And lo um, and behold, that was, of course, we're growing. But because of that uh, news, wow. Organic. It's organic, and uh, of course, uh, we, we always give tour credit is due. Um, we, we, we became a partner of uh, April, but became one of our uh, business owners or distributors during our uh, early years in the business. Okay, and uh, that's a long story, but of course, uh, uh I will never forget that. Uh, when that's April amazing. Boy died, uh, I told everyone that April Boy will be part of our history, so we grew, um, double sales every year. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not always better process, right? Uh, maybe a lot of our distributors doesn't know this, but maybe after seven years of doing the business, we're, we're, we were already big, but there's a lot of challenges and I cannot present all of those challenges in details. But in one of our distributors travel, it's a cruise okay, with uh, maybe 30 of our distributors. Of course, I was there to motivate and inspire them. And I've heard the news coming from head office that if we will pay all our suppliers, we will be around 20, 30 million in debt. Oh my God. So it's not all the better process. So what yes. I told my uh, finance manager, 
Um, okay. Talk to our suppliers. These are long-term suppliers and uh, talk to them and ask for maybe a few months lead time. They know us. Uh, we never, uh, we, we, ne- we, we, we always honor our commitment. So yeah. ask for a few months, okay? And please don't update me for the next few months of our finances. We will focus on building this business. Wow. All right. And the rest is history. <laughs> After yes. that, okay, so we managed to recover, uh, create new strategies. At the end of the day, you just have to, to find out what went wrong, all right, and learn from those things, okay? Because uh, doing, as Chinky mentioned, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's insanity. So we did something new, created the new strategies, and uh, it came, came into pass. Right now, Sante is... Uh, a proud Filipino company, which I'm really very proud to say, uh, and it's growing globally. That's amazing. But I'll, I'll just zero in on that moment, on the rest is history moment, because a lot of founders that listen to, or entrepreneurs um, that listen to this podcast is, will be faced with that, this, that, that moment where, okay, it's a make or break moment. And what, what, what you do during those moments will either, again, save or kill your business at the same time. And, but one thing that I've also learned, because I've been there before, actually several things that I've learned, is that, man, I've, I've been through this before. I know how bad it will get if I fail. So I'm not, I don't, I don't want to get there again because this is deja vu, right? I, I don't want to make the same mistake. So obviously you did that. You, you did the right strategy. But also in these during these types of, of of you know dire situations, you can't do it alone. It can't you can't be Kobe mode, where give me the ball I'll try to win it the, uh, the game. You have to do it collectively as team, and that's what I want to ask you. What was it like, and who was it that you had to cling on to? If you said no updates for the next few months, it's just pure hustle. Let's hit these metrics. Let's hit these targets. Who did you rely on to really uh, get you there and what you guys did? What did you guys do? Yeah, perfect. Actually, um, when you talk about Sante, it's not only me. Uh, yes, I'm currently the CEO of Sante, but I have, of course, my two other partners who's with me for the past 22 years. Of yeah. course, one is our CFO, uh, Mr. Eric Maranan, and our uh, Chief Product Officer, Ms. Finette Karag. Uh, they were with me since 2001, so we've been together wow. for the past... 22 years and of course uh, we are together uh, through thick and thin so uh, we're holding each other's hand and creating strategies we uh, we sometimes argue when it comes to business decision but whenever a decision was made everyone supports that all right so so bear with me but of course at the end of the day we have the right people inside the organization we have the right management team we were, we, we were able to hire uh, people during those times so will stick with us through thick and thin. All right, and at the end of the day, we have loyal distributors. Okay, they never knew about this story, and I cannot tell them this, of, of course, course, during my early. But whenever I'm with them, okay, I always show to them or share to them the bigger picture, because that bigger picture is something that I know, and I believe, and uh, I have that habit of sharing the vision not only to our distributors, not only our partners, but even to our employees, even though. Deep in my heart, I'm. There's already fear. Uh, we're we're, yes. we're only human being. Right? Fear will always be there. But one of my strategies, all right. Uh, I just like to share this to you. Whenever I I I feel sad, whenever I feel demotivated, whenever fear is with me, 
what I do is I always call people, whether a distributor or an employee or my business partner, and I tend to inspire and motivate them. Wow. Because I want those motivation and inspiration to bounce back to me because currently I'm in fear, I'm sad, I'm not motivated. So I try to motivate them and after one hour of talking, I'm motivated again and ready to, to, to go back again and do whatever it takes to bring this business to the next minute, to the next level. That's amazing. And I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right here because, you know, I do something similar, but I don't call, call people. You know what I do? I pick a random episode from all these podcasts that I've done to remind me that, hey, uh, I've been through worse, you know, because this is technically my whole diary on a weekly basis for the past three years. Like, man, I've I, been through worse. I, there's nothing worse than failing. And yeah, you you feed off of the energy. What people don't understand as, as founders and CEOs, right? There's only a small circle that you can be completely candid with because you have to protect everybody. But little did, do they know that as much as you inspire them, they inspire us. Because at the end of the day, the reason that why we stay up at night is like, oh my God, I have my, my people and their families to feed. I cannot let them down. And by just being reminded of that why, more than what your own North Star is, it would be more than enough to jolt you into being inspired and ready to hustle again. I agree. I totally agree. All right, now let's take our last break. It's an amazing episode. And let's continue the story and see how Sante was able to scale overseas and how did they completely dominate continuously over the years. We'll talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again. And we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. 
Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. DragonPay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit DragonPay is. Dragon Pay was named Fintech of the Year at last year's Philippine Fintech Festival in 2023. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. back in the break we're still with joey marcello of sante international that told us how they were able to build sante but it's not again uh, success doesn't happen overnight it's years of preparation of a lot of being even killed through ups and downs ebbs and flows and whatnot but you've reached unprecedented heights over the past few years and that's what i wanted to know how what did you guys do to achieve and can you just name drop let's flex it a little bit huh? what were these new heights that you were able to then get by being a filipino company direct selling that you know have been there for, for, for the long term because again it's easy to achieve quick success but to be on top of the game for a long time lebron james style Man, that's hard. How did you guys do that? Well, um, from day one, we were exposed to being part of an international company. And my question during my early years is, 
how come it's always the Filipinos being sponsored by uh, foreign companies? Of course, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I believe in the potentials of Filipinos. Okay? I believe in that and I believe that we can be somebody someday. We can be the head and not the tail. Okay? So the dream is always to, to be able to come up or to be able to found a company that can be a force to reckon with globally and for Filipinos to be the sponsor of the world. Okay? That's our inspiration day one. In fact, if you'll be talking to me on the day one of Sante, the, inspira- the, 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 the motivation is always, we'll be a global player someday. What I did during my early years uh, in Sante, first two years, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I invited 20 of our top leaders. Uh, I have $21 uh, cash with me and I wrote a dedication. Um, June, this will be your earnings in a few years' time. Dollar. So I gave them, wow. I gave them. Some of them have kept that, uh, that $1 bill. But it's, right. a, it's a statement telling them that we will be a global player and Filipinos can be the sponsor of uh, the world. That will be the motivation. But of course, yes, the motivation is there. Okay? The product is growing. The business plan is working. But for me, um, I'm happy and contented with my life right now, but I'm never satisfied. When I say I'm never satisfied, I know that we can still do something to further level up the organization, level up the company, level up myself. So for me, innovation is the key. So we always innovate in the organization. Okay, uh, We don't continuously strike. Uh, others are saying that strike while the iron is hot. Uh, we believe that we need to continuously strike to make the iron hotter and hotter and hotter. So we, ne- we, we are never contented with the strategies we have. So year after year, we, 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 we're coming up with something new. We wanted continuous excitement and motivation in our organization. But of course, at the end of the day, uh, none of this will happen if I, won't, if I don't have the right people in the organization. Right. So yes, I'm currently the CEO, but maybe I'm not the best person in the team. There's a lot of better people in the organization right now uh, that does whatever I cannot do or whatever the board of directors cannot do. So for me, it's hiring the right people who will bring the company always to the next level. Um, The challenge right now for us is we're not only present in the Philippines, uh, we're already present in eight countries and we're trying to open uh, three more countries this year. And this is in the middle of pandemic. So we really need the right people in the organization. Distributors, business owners, I'm proud to say that we have the best already, All right? Uh, and we're still bringing out the best in them year after year. In Tagalog, pinipiga namin sila because we know their potential and we know that they are uh, potential global players. And I'm happy and proud of them. That's amazing. And, and that's true because, again, the trait of a good leader is by, surra- by uh, surrounding himself or herself with people that are going to be eventually or again sometimes it's they're they're better than them now or seeing those traits that oh my god this person if i help them get through this inevitably will get to be a diamond by being a diamond in the rough now and that's a that's a good trait and again no wonder you've been able to have this sustained success over time but i'll just go circle back with you joey because you've always had your day one Right, and it's easy to pull that card when things get rough, but when things are nice and you know it's uh, everything is doing well, how do you then stay stay on top of your game? How do you continue to stay motivated? Because at the end of the day, being that the head of the snake per se, <laughs> everything still just follows after that. How do you make sure that you still step up that um, 
stay on top of the game because um, here's what I'll just do an anecdote. People say that once you get successful, you just coast. It's complete opposite. You become more ambitious, right? How do you how do you then do that for yourself? And what, what are the new opportunities that you see? And how do you equip yourself to spot those opportunities for the rest of the team? For me, education is a lifetime process. Learning is a lifetime process. And uh, I have the habit of uh, being inspired by successful people. Okay, um, during these times, uh, for me, it's uh, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. Uh, of course, I love Steve Jobs. Okay, so I know their profile. I read their books and uh, I'm trying to inspire myself. But what they have become, okay, and uh, what they'll be coming, of course, in, in, in the coming years, that what they will become. And for me, it serves as an inspiration for me to strive, to thrive, to strive harder to be able to create something that no other Filipino companies have achieved. Okay. It's for me, um, for me, the, 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 uh, there's no limits. Okay. Limitation is just a product of people's imagination. And for me, there's no limits. Sky's the limit. We can be something that will be a force to reckon with in the global market. And that's my, that's my statement regularly from day one. All right, Joey, the world will be your playing field. And right now, we're just opening 8 and to 11 countries. The world is not yet our playing field. So it continues to inspire me to create something new, to create something better, to be able to achieve that dream. People are asking me, Joey, um, are you, when are you planning to retire? What I was telling them is, maybe my retirement is, I'll just hire a, another CEO for Sante, but I'll still be roaming around the world and talking to <laughs> That's my retirement. The only time that you can stop me from roaming around uh, the globe and talking to people is when the Lord tells me that, Joey, that's enough. <laughs> you have to rest already. But maybe one thing, Ron, that uh, is always um, that keeps uh, help me really keep on uh, striving, striving, doing whatever it takes, is the belief that I'm blessed and I'm given the ability to produce wealth. And that the Lord, my Lord, will be proud of me if I'll be doing what I'm destined to do, That's right? So I always go back uh, to my, of course, the authority, which is not to talk about any religion here, but yeah. I believe that the Lord is blessing me and I have to bring back this blessing to the community. Okay, and, uh, I always challenge the Lord, Lord, if you want me to be somebody that will help a lot of people really live a better life, you have to make me someone who can really not only inspire, but, you know, do something that is beyond Filipinos' wildest imagination. Absolutely. And, and I can totally agree because um, we share the same vision, but we're doing it in the space of media tech and podcasting, right? But the moment we created, I created with, with my co-founder, Joseph, um, that, hey, uh, let's create a podcast company. We didn't call it Podcast Network Philippines, right? We call it Podcast Network Asia because we want it to be the biggest company in Southeast Asia that does this. And we've been able to achieve that. And lo and behold, apparently, we can actually do this at a global scale, not just in Southeast Asia. And that's what I think a lot of the founders that listen to this should go. If you have the ability to hustle here, why not go 
100x or 1 million x and go try to do it and make your ambition as global as possible. It might not, it might sound crazy at first, but by opening that possibility in your brain and having the right foundation and the right people around you, it's inevitable as long as you surround yourself with the right people, get the right experiences, and you also learn and adapt the long game. And I always say this, man. Um, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. If you're built to last, inevitably, you're going to achieve the grandest of your goals. All right. Now, um, I wanted to ask uh, just a few questions. Because in this game, in this business, right? Just It's not just all about the people that are, are in your core. It's all about building your network. What would be your advice for entrepreneurs? Because again, no man is an island. You'll have to either ask for favors or do favors for people somehow, some way. And then you reciprocate that and scale that to a lot of people. That's how you build a great network that you can thrive. How did you build your network and what would be your tips for entrepreneurs in building their networks? One thing, okay, um, from day one, I know that those people who can give hope in the future will have power at present. So our job in this business, especially during pandemic, I was telling them that the only thing that we can do right now, we cannot do anything about the, the, the crisis. Okay? It's beyond our control. But what we can do is give hope to people. Because those who can give hope to people will have power at present. Okay? Maybe some, some tips, if you might say, uh, that I can give to our uh, aspiring entrepreneurs listening. Well, number one, follow your passion. It is easier to achieve your goals if you love what you're doing. From day one, I fell in love with the business of direct selling. For me, it's not only about earning money, but it's about helping people. And in the process, money will follow. Okay, uh, never join a direct selling business with the objective of earning millions. <laughs> You'll fail. Yes. It will be hard for you to do that. What I'm telling our distributors is follow your passion, do the right things, learn the business, enhance your skills, never run after money. But at the end of the day, I assure you, money will follow you. I was also telling them, and I wanted to tell them this to, uh, to, to our listeners right now. Always believe in yourself. Always have a positive, positive outlook in life. Whenever you face the mirror in the morning, who can you see? Do you see a champion or do you see a mediocre person? Whenever I look at the mirror, I see a champion. I see the most handsome person in the world. <laughs> Foggy, there you go. It's not, about, it's not about conceit, but it's yes. about believing in your potential. Correct. One of my challenges also to our business owners is they have to treat failures as stepping stones towards achieving their goals. Good news in this business, you will succeed. But the sad fact is you will experience failure at a point in time. But it doesn't matter. The important thing is you always stand up okay, and learn from those failures. And uh, my challenge to our uh, distributors, we call them business owners, by the way, because I wanted them to feel that this is their business. Yeah. My challenge to them, especially during this pandemic, is they have to aspire to become a better version of who they are. And I challenge also, of course, our listeners right now. Mm -hmm. Listening to this podcast, it's not only about being entertained, but it's about helping themselves to become a better version of who they are. Read books. 
uh, attend trainings, attend events. Right now, it's convenient because just by staying at home, you can read. Uh, of course, you can read books. You can uh, you can watch. You can listen to this podcast. There's a lot of good materials here. I've been uh, cramming to listen to a uh, majority of your Thank you. Thank <laughs> uh, you. podcast episodes. And of course, at the end of the day, my last tip is put God above all else and he will not fail you. That's amazing. Now, I'll just, this is a very specific question that I think uh, not a lot of people, except probably you know, the likes of you can actually answer. Because in, in sales, and especially in direct selling, somehow, some way there will be competition. And sometimes, no matter how good we are and how irrational our confidence in, each, in, in yourself can be, there will be slumps. Right? There will be bad days where, oh my God, I can't seem to close. It's my last, whatever. And you look around and some people might be killing it during those days. And it's it's hard to either, it's, it's sometimes the, the normal thing is you, you feel envy or you feel self-pity towards yourself. And this is also present in any type of business. Like here, a lot of the people would probably listen to, to, to this podcast and say, oh my God, Startup X, Startup Y, Startup Z is killing it. And I'm still here. What, what's wrong? What, what's, what am I doing wrong? And, and the downside is you might feel bad about yourself about that, right? But what's your advice? Because everybody will get that for sure. It's 100% sure that you'll get a slump. But it's what you do during those slumps that, that, that matters the most. What would be your advice for those people who are currently experiencing that? And how, and how do you probably clap for others uh, while waiting for your turn? Okay. Well, number one, a while ago, you mentioned about competition. Definitely, there will always be competition. So my, my uh, tip to our listeners, number one is they need to have what I call as prosperity mentality. Okay, that the, the the world has a lot of prospects, has a lot of market. The market is huge. Okay, right now talking about Santi, maybe we have around, um, let's say a hundred thousand uh, loyal users. Wow! But we're talking about hundred million Filipinos, so the market is huge. Well, of course that's number one. Okay. Yeah. Number two, I have this mentality day one in the business. Uh, this is a direct selling principle. Uh, I call this the SW principle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mentality of you know SW. Some will join. Some won't join. So what? So's next. Because I know that, of course, in the deck of cards, okay, there are 52 cards, but there are four aces. And at any point in time, I'll find my ace. Okay? And I will do whatever it takes. I'll do my daily hustles. Okay? There will be challenges. And sometimes um, there, there are people who will be blessed that in one month's time, they'll get their breakthroughs already. Some will get their breakthroughs after one year. I got my breakthrough maybe after eight, nine, ten years. Wow. But I never, okay. There's a saying go that saying goes that uh, winners never quit and quitters never win. I partly agree with that. But sometimes people need to quit on things that's not working for them. Yeah. If they're doing things regularly that's not producing any result, maybe they just need to sit down or talk to a mentor and find out what are the things that doesn't work for them. And try to quit on those and try to do something new. Try to create something new. All right? So at the end of the day, it's the mentality, the belief that the market is huge. Okay? Uh, if you're talking about several billions of people all over the globe, it's impossible for you to not inspire even one or two people there. 
So that's my mentality day one. And that's one thing that I continuously inculcate in the minds of the people that I've been dealing with regularly. That is amazing. Thank you so much again, Joey. I wish we had more time. I don't know you're a busy man. But again, thanks very much for being on Hustle Share. But before I let you go, if they want to work with you and become a business owner, uh, and again, tell us about what you're going to be doing next in Sante. Uh, and if there's people listening here, if they want to work with you or work with Sante, where do they go and how do they do that? Well, in the coming uh, months, it will be uh, an exciting time for us because uh, Sante, we're about to open our doors in the U.S., uh, Saudi Arabia, and Indonesia. Um, we're excited because we know that this will be a, something that will excite not only our distributors in the Philippines, but distributors in all parts of the globe. So we're ready to compete globally and we're ready to turn the world green. And uh, I'm right now we are in need of uh, people who really are inspired to do something for the long term. By the way, if people want to join Sante, I'm telling them that Sante is not a business where you'll join and then uh, expect to earn a huge amount of money in just a few days' time. So this is something that you will build for the long term. And it can be something worthwhile to consider uh, simply because we know that uh, Filipinos during these times can be a global player and earn US dollars while staying here in the Philippines. And that's our uh, commitment to them. If they want to catch us, I, 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 I can give some contact numbers here. Um, sure. You can, uh, you can put it in the show notes. Uh, so if you want to check it out, it's going to be the show notes on how to share that. Okay, you can message us at uh, 0920-966-5582 or 0917-552-8111. Of course, our customer experience team is, will be more than willing to, happy to, to talk to them. There you go. Again, Joey, thank you very much. But before I let you go, follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever, and then give us a five star if you like this episode. And again, if you did say some jargon and if you did, wasn't able to jot down the number or the, the details that, we, that Joey just gave, don't worry. You don't have to pull over to, to write it down. If you're driving, it's going to be in the show notes on hustleshare.com. So you can just check it out uh, right after this episode. And again, if you want to be part of our community, it's going to be in the community on Facebook also share community as well. Again, Joey, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Sean. It's always an honor for, you, for me to be here. Thank you. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.